Hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Ms. Disney Grams podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and today I will be discussing some new and new-to-me experiences in Walt Disney World that I'm hoping to try within my next trip or two. The first thing that I think I want to try during my next trip is the new express transportation option at Walt Disney World. And so basically what this is, is a newish option that provides bus transportation for people with park hopper or annual pass holder tickets. So the buses only move between the parks themselves, so the four main theme parks. And so they don't go to the resorts or Disney Springs or um, anything like that. But what makes it an express option as opposed to utilizing the regular bus depots at each park is that you get to board and deboard the buses in backstage areas that are really convenient and connected directly to the parks. Um, And so according to the Walt Disney World website, the buses depart approximately every 30 minutes and there are specific drop-off locations in each park. So in Epcot, it's next to Spaceship Earth. In Magic Kingdom, it's near the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin Exit in Tomorrowland. In Hollywood Studios, it's in the Rock and Roller Coaster Courtyard. And in Animal Kingdom, the drop-off location is near the entrance to Dawa Bar. So the reason this new option piqued my interest is because now that I have an annual pass and I like to do more things in more parks during my time when I'm touring, This sounds like a good way to save some time if you use it to plan correctly. And a couple of years ago, I did the Ultimate Day of Thrills VIP tour, um, which utilized private transportation between the parks. And we used the same entrances that are being used in the express transportation for uh, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. So I know from experience that that was a big time saver, especially if you're doing an attraction right near that location. The tour was planned out, so we ended our time in each park near those. So it made it very easy just to hop in the van or the bus and move to the next location quickly. And I think another big advantage of using a transportation option that does this is that you get to bypass security in each park rather than going through security every time you park hop if you come through the main entrance because you're moving directly from the buses into the parks. So the express transportation option is something I think that you might want to consider if you're trying to jam a lot into one day or a few days or even a long trip where you know you're going to be park hopping a lot. And right now it costs $19 for guests ages 3 and up for a single day or $29 for 7 consecutive days. And so on my next trip I'm thinking of purchasing the week-long ticket so that I can park hop anytime I want and it'll just be super convenient. So if you want to purchase express transportation tickets, uh, you can do so if you see the drop-off locations at each park or you can purchase it um, at your Walt Disney World Resort at the concierge desk, um, at the ticket windows at every park in Disney Springs. If I give this a try during my next trip, I'll report back and let you know what I think. So the next thing I was hoping to check out during my next trip is the music of Pixar Live at Hollywood Studios. So this has been taking place this summer um, a few times every year evening in the Beauty and the Beast Theater, which is called the Theater of the Stars at Hollywood Studios. And there's a dining package available so you can reserve seats. I don't believe there are fast passes, um, but there is a standby line and dining packages that are available just for music of Pixar Live and a combination one where you can also see Fantasmic with reserved seating. So I think that's a pretty cool option. Um, It's basically a live concert featuring an orchestra who performs music and from the scores of 
Pixar movies, including Toy Story and The Incredibles and Up and things like that. And it's about 40 minutes long, so it is a pretty long show. And the videos and reviews I've seen have been pretty positive for it. I really like that it's not just 40 minutes of music. There are a lot of characters involved from the movies. So I think that's pretty cool that they come out, entertain, and tell jokes, and make connections between the music and their movies and things like that. So it looks like a really exciting show. And I was very much looking forward to seeing it during my next trip. However, right now there's an end date listed for Music of Pixar Live of August 27th, 2017. And unfortunately, I'm planning needing to arrive on August 28th for my next trip so I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to see it unless they decide to extend it which I'm really hoping they do so for now I might not get to but if you are in the parks between now and then I think that it's something worth checking out if you enjoy Pixar and live music the third experience I'm looking forward to trying for the first time during my next trip is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom. And this is not a new experience at all in Walt Disney World, but I personally have never attended, so I'm very much looking forward to it. I have been to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for the past few years, and I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite things to do in Walt Disney World, and I hope to go again this year. But for the first time, I'm going to be able to be there during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which is very exciting. Um, if you're not familiar with Disney's parties that happen during the Halloween and Christmas seasons. Basically, they're hard ticket events at Magic Kingdom that happen on select evenings during the week. I think they're usually Tuesday, Friday, Sunday or something like that and they are upcharge and during that time the park will only be open to people with those tickets. And so this leads to a few things which are generally lower crowds and shorter wait times on the attractions, but Mostly, it's about all of the special entertainment and happenings that go on just during these parties. So, for example, for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, you receive a bag and you're able to go trick-or-treating to cast members throughout the park during the party. There's a special parade that runs twice, um, there's special stage shows, special fireworks, entertainment, rare characters who you can meet, um, including villains, which is something I'm super excited about. They only come out during Halloween, so I'm really looking forward to attending the party for the first time this year. Next up, there are a few new character meet opportunities that I'm really excited to experience at Hollywood Studios during my next trip. So I haven't had a chance to meet some of the new additions to Hollywood Studios and the first is a dual meet and greet with Star-Lord and Groot which takes place in One Man's Dream. And I had been to that character meeting location in the past when Moana was there so I'm kind of bummed that she's gone because she was a super fun meet and greet but hopefully she pops up somewhere else in the near future. But I'm really looking forward to seeing Star-Lord and Groot. I only recently saw Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and I really enjoyed it. And Obviously Groot is one of the best characters, so uh, he's baby Groot um, at Hollywood Studios and from the videos and pictures I've seen it seems like he interacts well and interacts with Star-Lord, so it just seems like a really fun meet and greet. And then also in Hollywood Studios you can now meet BB-8. So I'm really excited to go back to Star Wars Launch Bay where you can also meet Chewbacca and Kylo Ren to meet BB-8. And he seems like a really fun meet and greet. He beeps and sort of interacts with you as well. Even though he's a droid who doesn't speak the same language, it seems like a really fun opportunity. And I like that they're incorporating a new droid, so that's just a different idea for a meet and greet. I would have loved to have C-3PO and R2-D2. 
at some point as well, but I think that my number one choice for a droid meet and greet right now would be K2SO. He was just amazing in Rogue One, so um, that would be on my wish list, but nevertheless, I'm very excited to meet BB-8. Also at Hollywood Studios, the next time I'm there in the evening, I want to check out the new Disney movie magic projection show that goes up on the Chinese theater in the evenings. I believe it happens right before Star Wars The Galactic Spectacular, which is the other projection show that's going on in the evening. And according to the Disney website, it's only 10 minutes long. And I remember when this first came out, there was very little information ahead of time, so people were very surprised to see it for the first time. But essentially, it's um, a projection show on the theater uh, featuring scenes and music and things like that from some classic Disney movies. So even though it's a short one, it sounds like fun and if I'm there in the evening, I definitely want to check it out. Next up, I'm really excited to try the new mobile ordering option that you can use through My Disney Experience to place a meal order at select quick service locations throughout Walt Disney World ahead of when you arrive so that you don't have to wait in the regular line to place your order and pick up your food. And this was something that launched um, about the time that Pandora opened and Satuli Canteen, which is the quick service location in Pandora. And I've read nothing but positive things about the mobile ordering experience, which I think is pretty remarkable considering usually new technology tends to glitch a little bit or have some issues or people not completely understanding how to use it. But this has seemed to be a pretty seamless addition to the My Disney Experience app, and I think a very positive one. And I especially like that it's something that can be done through the My Disney Experience app so you don't have to download anything extra. Most people have the app already and I just think that the app has become really robust lately. I really like um, the wait times of course, fast pass selection, and now recently they added resort information so if you forget your room number it'll be on the app. Um, and I think the mobile food and beverage ordering is just another great addition to that. So basically you can order your meal for a quick service location at any point during the day. You don't have to be in the vicinity of the restaurant and uh, you can pay using the app. Currently they're only taking credit cards. Um, right now you can't use the Disney dining plan, Disney gift card or any type of pass holder, DVC discount, things like that. Um, so that might be coming later. But once you order, you can enjoy your time in the park. And then once you arrive or are close to the restaurant, I understand that uh, a prompt or a pop-up will come up on your screen asking if you want your order to be prepared. And once you're there, you can click the I'm here, prepare my order button, and then go straight to the mobile order pickup line, um, which will likely be significantly shorter than the regular food ordering line in the restaurant. And it honestly seems like they're adding more locations every day to this experience. So um, currently you can place the mobile orders at Columbia Harbor House, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe in Magic Kingdom, Deluxe Burger in Disney Springs, uh, Flame Tree Barbecue in Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe in Magic Kingdom, Pinocchio Village House in Magic Kingdom, Pizza Safari and Restaurantosaurus in Animal Kingdom, Satuli Canteen, and Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant in Magic Kingdom. So there are more options and it seems like they're adding, they're adding them very quickly. So I think that indicates that it's been successful so far. Um, and so I definitely want to try this sometimes during my next trip. And most, if not all of these places are restaurants that I haven't eaten at before. So it'll give me an excuse to try um, a new food service location when I'm in Disney next time. And since I'm talking about food, I thought I would just add that there's a new snack item at Magic Kingdom that I've had my eye on for the past few weeks uh, since it came out, which is the Cheshire Cattail, which can be found at the Cheshire Cafe in Fantasyland. It's basically right next to the teacups. 
Um, and it's a small little place where you can get coffee and slushies and things like that. But they recently added the cattail, which basically just looks like um, a really delicious pastry with some chocolate and then some like pink and purple drizzled on top of it to make it look like the Cheshire Cat. I just think it's a really cute snack. Uh, it'll look great in an Instagram picture and it looks really delicious. So I just thought I would add that that's something that I have on my list to try during my next trip as well. The last new thing that I wanted to mention is something that's sort of an ongoing changing spectrum of opportunities, which are the PhotoPass magic shots that are available in each park. And those are constantly changing and sometimes the PhotoPass photographer will offer to do one for you or ask you to pose a certain way that'll result in a magic shot. And apparently you can also request one if you've seen one online that you really want to try. Um, so I think that's really cool. And so I recently liked the Disney PhotoPass service Facebook page. And on that page, they have photo albums for each park showing what magic shots are currently available. So I think that if you have Memory Maker or, or a pass holder who uses the PhotoPass service for free, then I think it's worth checking out to see what opportunities for cool pictures are available at all of the parks. So the Facebook page is actually a really great resource because it has examples of each of the photos that are available and then if you click at a photo it'll tell you where exactly the photo pass photographers will be located that can do the magic shot. So for example at Hollywood Studios there's a frozen snowflake magic shot and the Facebook page says that it can be taken on Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, and Echo Lake. And there's a note that says be sure to ask a photographer for this magic shot when visiting any of those locations. So some of the ones that I'm putting on my list for possible PhotoPass opportunities that I personally haven't received before are um, two Star Wars related ones in Hollywood Studios. First is a magic shot where stormtroopers appear next to you and it says this is available when there's a PhotoPass photographer between the FastPass kiosk and Sunset Boulevard between the Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and Rock and Roller Coaster. And then one I really want to try to get is one with K2SO, which is outside the wall of Tattooing Traders, just before the entrance of Muppets Courtyard. So that's definitely high on my list. And um, it's important to note that some of these say that there's only a PhotoPass photographer stationed at these spots intermittently. So there might not be one when you pass by and you might have to go back another time or ask a cast member when they're going to be there. Then a fun one I haven't seen before in Animal Kingdom is a Wilderness Explorer sash shot. And basically what they do is Photoshop the Wilderness Explorer sash onto you. Um, they'll probably have you pose in a way that looks like you're a Boy Scout. So it just it was a really cute one that I hadn't seen before. In Magic Kingdom, there's a magic shot available outside the Haunted Mansion where you can have the three hitchhiking ghosts appear next to you. And in Epcot, um, there are two opportunities to get figment in your photo pass shots, which I haven't seen before. Um, one is in Future World East and Future World West. You can have a shot where Figment appears with a light bulb, so it's called the Figment Bright Idea Magic Shot. So um, the sample photo they have on the Facebook page shows a family looking like they're deep in thought or coming up with a bright idea, so that's a cute one. And then there's another shot of just Figment, which is available anywhere in the world showcase will he'll sort of appear above your head. So I think those are both really cute, and I'd love to get one or both of those in my next time in Epcot. And then finally in Epcot there's a new magic shot featuring Mushu which is shown sort of um, next to the building in China of a person sitting on a bench and Mushu is appearing next to him on the bench. So this one it says that 
there aren't photographers there all the time and it's only available during daylight hours. So those kind of notes are important to keep in mind when you're planning your trip and if you're going to be in that pavilion or you want a certain type of shot, just jot a note down in your trip plans and hopefully you'll be able to find a PhotoPass photographer who can get it for you. Alright, so I hope you've enjoyed hearing about some of the new or new to me experiences at Walt Disney World that I'm looking forward to giving a try during my next trip or two. And thank you so much for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram at Ms. Disneygrams. And please, if you have a chance, subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and provide a star rating. I'll see you next time.